Oh my god, this is actually quite good. The full resembles a well, moment yeah, of rest. Yeah, <laughs> She'd go mad at me if that went out next week. Um, <laughs> I'm sweating my tits off in here, Jesus Christ. Um, the four resembles a moment of rest and contemplation after the chaos of three. I thought you were going to say after the chaos of fringe. <laughs> that would have been a bit on the nose. Very <laughs> Oh my God. It encourages solitary reflection. I could do with a bit of soldier. Yeah. 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 Susie's, been, Susie's been staying on an airbed in my kitchen. It's all very glamorous. Yeah. So I need a bit of time on the air. Um, okay, lovely. All right, we've, we've set the tone. Um, shall we? I mean, we could just go straight into a story. Do you want a story? Yeah. Do you want a story? Yeah. That's the vibe. It's scary stories. I am on so excited. Right, that's it. Now we're all content. Um, okay, I found a story because... I found out that the woman in black on the West End has finished its run after about 75 years. And I'm absolutely devastated. So this is this is a homage. I love the woman in black. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, so excited. Tobermory was a gorgeous chocolate box type of town in Scotland. I bet it's got a better friend now. <laughs> spa. Is, is Tobermory a real place? Tobermory is a real place. Scottish people? No, no, sorry, it just sounds like it's in that play. Balamori. Thank you, Balamori. That's what I was, I was like, sure, Tobermory. Such a basic bitch. <laughs> okay, Tobermory was a gorgeous chocolate box type of town, isn't it? Yeah. Which was built around a lake, isn't it? Yes. Okay, I'm not going to stop doing that now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, we're going to get into it. If you visited Tobermory for a day by the water or wander around the town, You'd be forgiven for thinking how peaceful life would be if you could live in Tobermory all year round. With the sun bouncing off the water and the pastel painted houses soaking up the heat of a summer's day. You in the moment? Mm. You in the vibe? Mm. But. <laughs> I hope that was one of you. And nothing in there. If you were still in the town at night, peaceful it was not. The problem with Tobermory is that it has a legend. A legend that would scare people quite literally to death. Shit, you walked under knife. <laughs> scare the shit out of you. Must be fucking close now. <laughs> to death. Was to death. We've all experienced it. The feeling of your heart dropping to your stomach when you see that's like pounding out of your stomach. Your arteries are fucking blocked. <laughs> uh, when you see, hear, or feel something so completely terrifying, your blood runs cold, your pulse quickens, and you feel that your heart will pound straight through your chest. <laughs> this is exactly what happened to two locals of Tobermory, except they never recovered. Each was found in the early hours of the morning when their eyes rolled into the back of their heads and their mouths wide open like they were killed in the middle of a scream. Because killed they were. <laughs> they were a young couple. This is true story. Very dead. They're very, so dead. They were a young couple, a man and a woman who were completely healthy. A cause of death was never found. Just a bit of fun information for you. Oh, the legend is well known in the town. It is still now passed down to generations of Tobermory locals. Visitors and tourists to make it a more popular destination in the summer. The tale was told in the pubs and the shops, it was discussed in the parks and on the streets. Everywhere you went, Toby Mori, they would tell you the tale of the lady in black. See what I did there? Mm. What's the fucking place again? I should have double spaced. I should have double spaced. 
Her name was never known and nobody ever really knew what she looked like. She lived in a house on the cusp of Tobermory Forest, which gave her the moniker, the Witch of the Woods. The moniker? Yeah. Have I got that wrong? M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Like the, oh, like the name. name, not Monica, like Gala. <laughs> right, right. Monica. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Absolute moron. Okay. <laughs> I've lost my place again, Susie, this is all your fault. Monica. The Witch of the Woods. Clichés existed even back then. It didn't help that the woman was always wearing a long black dress and her head would be in a black veil. Like she had time travelled from another era. The woman was a bit of a recluse, that much was true. But she kept herself to herself and didn't come out during the day. What's so funny? <laughs> What's happening? What's something's happening in the crowd? Oh, is someone possessed? I'd love that. What's going on? Oh, they're leaving the minds of the batters. There's something going on. Whoa, what's happening? Oh, Jesus. What's happened? We're getting haunted, aren't we? There were people who said that they saw her through the windows at night walking the streets while the rest of the town was sleeping. A little girl even said that one night, in the winter, she heard footsteps outside of her house, getting closer and closer. The little girl was intrigued and slid out of her bed. She opened the curtains and... <laughs> that was perfect. That was acorn antiques in here, isn't it? That cost about 400 quid. Invoice when we get it back from the guilty blue. Um, <laughs> she came face to face with the witch of the woods, her sallow and hallowed out face centimetres from hers, and with only a pane of glass separating them. You've, you've lost the plot now, haven't you? You don't know what's going on. It is not known if this was true because, of course, children can have wild imaginations. This didn't stop the children of Tobermory, though, because they became obsessed with the witch of the woods, and not in a good way. They would go to the house and throw bricks at her window and every now and again they'd see a flash of a pale, sallow face at the window and run away screaming about how ugly she was and how much they hated her. That's rude, isn't it? They would do this every single day. All of the children were very cruel, but there was one boy, Ben. He was far worse than the others. He would leave his dog's feces. It's a true story. Oh, Ben's a little calm. Ben is. <laughs> how long did it take Susie to drop the seat? Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. She's going to hear this now, fuck's sake. He would leave his dog's feces on a doorstep and he would urinate up against the walls of the house. Who, Ben? Yeah, Ben, he'd piss up the walls. <laughs> All Ryan's friends laughed and jeered, shouting oh. insults at the woman while she was trapped in her house. He would throw stones for hours and hours on end. And then, one night, I've lost my place again. Really built up the tension. And then, one night, many months later, the Witch of the Woods became more than just a silly child's story of a woman who was cruelly taunted by the children of Tobermory. <laughs> On the 26th of August... Ooh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is true! You can look it up, I picked it because it happened on the 26th of August. It's my birthday. It is August, isn't it? Yeah. birthday! I've just ruined my fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> I know that! No, I've been there, you bitch.
to a proper birthday later, but... Uh, no, that's too kind. Wish I felt the same. <laughs> <laughs> on the 26th of August, in the middle of the night, a boy was settling down in his bed. He was about to fall asleep when he heard a creak coming from somewhere in his room. <laughs> we didn't pay for that! Oh, very... Oh, was, that, was, that, was, that, was that a creak? Were you doing that? Oh, I hear that! What a dickhead. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. So, oh, okay. Your skills at My rooting skills are absolutely outrageous. Um, when he heard a creak coming from somewhere in his room, he lived in an old house with his parents, so it wasn't unusual for the house to creak and move and make unexplained noises. The room was in complete darkness and he was falling back asleep. He heard another creak, but it felt closer. The boy waited and waited, but nothing else came. He was falling back asleep and he heard it again. It was next to his bed. He stayed completely still except for his hand, which reached out to the bedside table. And it turned on his bedside lap. Ah! Sallowed, veiled face of a woman was directly in front of him. He screamed a blood curdling wail. The police were called from neighbours who heard the scream. When they arrived, it was the early morning. They found Ben's parents in bed, their faces blue and distorted, and their mouths open in a scream, and their jaws were shattered. There was no sign of a break in and no cause of death. They weren't the only things to be missing from this scene. Their son, Ben, was nowhere to be found. The end! Oh my god. Surprise that it was the guy that shat up the wall. <laughs> but I heard it say, say. So it wasn't much of a surprise, so I really. I know, hang on, I'm confused. Ben is dead. Ben's Ben's, dead. Ben, Ben's parents are ben. definitely dead. But Ben, the little shit who was pissing up the walls, yeah. is missing. Probably dead. <laughs> right, so they're all dead. Look it up on Google. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm not going to talk about it. Story table morning. Um, would we like another story? Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's get into it. <laughs> oh, God, I'm just. Oh, God, let's get into it. What's it called? Doesn't have a title. Couldn't be asked to make one up. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dating is hard. <laughs> anyway, now for the story. Um, <laughs> Dating is hard, good. and it only gets harder as you get older. I was in a relationship for the best part of eight years and suddenly found myself single at 32 years old. Every woman I meet is either married, engaged, or has a kid or two. Now, I don't have anything against single mothers or kids in general, it's just that I never wanted to have any. And when you're dating at this age, you're dating for the long run. Maggie started in my office last summer and hit it off on a works night out. She was just my type too. Petite, blonde, cute smile. She was quite reserved though, keeping herself to herself in the office most days. We went out for coffee on our lunch breaks a couple of times. She told me how she moved up here from Manchester with her son, looking for a fresh start. I told her about my messy breakup and how difficult it was trying to find someone my age who shared the same interests. Things between us simmered along. <laughs> 
ladies here. Things between us simmered along but never really took off. It was as if she was too scared to let anyone into her life, like she was afraid of getting hurt. She was upfront about it, which was refreshing, and we ended up just being friends. I hate this guy already. I don't know why you've got such a you've got such a habit of picking the biggest dickheads. <laughs> I absolutely hate him. He's alright. She's my favourite. Little nose, little feet. Who's the best one? Oh, this is Derry. Yeah. It's Derry. Really. It's got Derry vibes. Alright, we'll call him Derry. Derry can suck my wet hand. <laughs> um, okay, back here. Fast forward to our office Christmas night out last December. Maggie and I ended up being the last two in the bar, knocking back drinks like there was no tomorrow. Saying that girl could drink was an understatement. I mean, I'm Scottish and she put me to shame the way she knocked back whiskey after whiskey. It sounds fucking judgy. Yeah, I know, he's a bit. He's like shaming her for having a fucking whiskey. Um, we were both finally coming out of our shells a little, speaking so openly about the way we felt towards one another. But when she pulled out a bag of coke, like oh, 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 I liked it now. That's my guy. <laughs> and now we're in. Yeah. Uh, but when she pulled out a bag of coke, like, large enough to make Tony Montana blush. Who's <laughs> Tony Montana? Um, Scarface, isn't it? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. I'm usually never right about those things. But well done, me. Um, large enough to make uh, Tony Montana blush. A few warning flags went up in my mind. I'm not averse to the odd bit of that, but Maggie was shoveling it into both our noses at an alarming rate. Takes two to tango, you dear. <laughs> Wanna get out of here? She leaned in, whispering soft. Oh, sorry, whispering. Wanna get out of here? Wanna get out of here? To be fair, I've got no experience of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but no one whispers on cocaine. <laughs> she leaned in, whispering softly into my ear and sending a shiver through my body as the coke wrenched at my jaw. <laughs> so, one thing led to another and we ended up back at her place. She shushed me as we crept up her wooden staircase, telling me not to make a noise in case we woke up her son. We got to her room, had sex, took loads more drugs, and then both of us passed out to the wee hours. Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I died on Tuesday night. I can't remember what time it was exactly, but I woke up, becoming aware that someone was standing over me. My eyes bolted open, and my body tightened as I realised that her son was stood a few feet from where I lay. Maggie had her back to me facing the wall, but the young boy's eyes were fixed on mine. Hey, I groaned. Hi. He smiled back at me. He had a mess of black hair that looked like it had never seen a comb before, and an unnerving, toothy smile as he <laughs> No, I love it. Um, unnerving, toothy smile as he studied me. I lay there, and he stood for at least 30 seconds, just staring at one another. I tried giving Maggie a little pinch to wake her up, but she would uh, Why? Why are you pinching her? To be like, just go, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> why are you going? <laughs> she's pinching her, but she's been on the coke. She's, she's out cold. She's she's a dead. Dead. She needs a pinch. I'm going to put a bet on it, Maggie's dead. <laughs> 
Shall you really pinch or she will budge? What's your name? Oh. He whispered. Uh, Anthony. I whispered back. That's a shit name. <laughs> Any Anthony's in? Oh, Great, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, can't take you anywhere. Um, Anthony. I whispered back. How old are you? Thirty-three. Uh, How old are you? <laughs> what? Where's the accent going now? That was good. <laughs> Sorry, I think that was quite anyone's choice. Sure. Like you were like Danny Tyler earlier. I'm like, right. I'm fucking 33. How old are you? You're speaking Kelly. That was Rain Kelly. It's a soft tie. Can we choose now? Is he Scottish or is he Scottish? Scottish. I want to keep it going. Scottish. Scottish. Fine. Fine. I'm going. But it needs to be aggressive. 33. How old are you? <laughs> Eleven. Cool. Cool. <laughs> then another thirty seconds of silence. Uh, why aren't you in your bed? It's late. <laughs> I was motioning towards the door. Why are you not in yours? Oh. Sassy pants. Um. Well, your mum let me sleep here tonight, and I couldn't get a taxi. <laughs> Uh, now I was frantically pinching at Maggie for help. The kid looked up and down the length of my body, an unconvinced look on his face. I pulled the sheets up around me, now fully aware that I was half naked under them. You should really get out of here before Daddy gets back. He leaned in and whispered. My blood ran cold. Oh shit, I caught myself before I swore. Uh, your dad lives here? No. But if he knew you were here, he wouldn't be happy. Where's your dad? The boy didn't answer, just continued to stare at me. I, I didn't realise that he'll slit your throat in your sleep. I sat up. It's got very aggressive, right? That sentence enough to clear any grogginess behind my eyes. What? Daddy, he'll sneak in here and slit your throat. Big kitchen knife ought to do it. I put my hand on Maggie's shoulder and gave it a violent tug. I'd get out of here before he comes if I were you. Oh, you're such a creepy kid. <laughs> I love it. Horrible. Um, Maggie refused to wake up. He hates it when other men come over. He always knows too, even though he doesn't live here. Kid, you're freaking me out. Go back to bed, eh? Got you like a fish if he finds you here. <laughs> Listen, why don't you just fuck off, you spooky wee fucker? <laughs> I hissed. <laughs> the boy smiled and joined it. He finally hit a nerve. He's done it before, he'll do it again. Aggie started to groan as I gave her an almighty prod at her side, and the boy started to back off. Aggie, you really need to wake up, please. Shh. She waved her hand at my face. I turned back to see the boy stand in the doorway, smiling away at me. Don't go back to sleep, Anthony. 
I lay there for the rest of the night. I hardly blinked, let alone slept. My eyes were fixed on that door, my body ready to spring up. Why is it not there? Yeah, you fucking leave, wouldn't you? Like, just get the fuck out of there. Morning sex, that's what I said. Yeah, the seconds felt like minutes, which felt like hours. After an eternity, the sunlight finally crept through the window, and Maggie awoke from her drug-fueled slumber. Morning. Oh no, you wouldn't be like, morning. Tea? I got dressed quickly, politely refusing her offer. The whole walk from the bedroom to the front door, I was on edge, my eyes peeled for her creepy little son. I decided it best not to mention it to her right now. I just wanted to get out of there. I reached the front door and patted my pockets, realizing I had left my keys on my kitchen table. I'll get sick of this guy. (laughs) I'll get them, she smiled sweetly, leaving me there unaware I stood with clenched fists. Morning, handsome. She sang as the doors of the kitchen swung open to reveal a kid at the table shoveling cocoa pops into his mouth. Morning, mum, he said, raising his face. It wasn't the boy who had been in the room last night. I froze. Have you seen my friend's keys, sweetie? Maggie asked him. He gave me a quizzical look when he realised I was staring at him, my jaw slightly unhinged but that's maybe from something else. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? I asked when she finally returned. Oh, that's Mickey. Your son? Yes, my son. You think I hold little boys hostage here? He's the only person in this house, the only little boy. Uh, Yes. She looked at me the same way Mickey did. So he's the only kid in this house. He's still high, she leaned in and giggled. I smiled calmly and said goodbye, blaming my behaviour on the hangover. And as soon as I was out of her driveway and her line of view, I fucking sprinted home. I recounted my tale to my friend and co-worker, Gillian, over the phone that afternoon. Were you dreaming? She asked. No, I was wide awake and never went back to sleep. (laughs) Gillian went quiet on the other side of the line. Did you say any of this to her? No, I didn't want to freak her out. I mean, I'm still shaking. Are you fucking with me here? Because that, that's not cool, it's seriously fucked up. What? Why would you say that? The line went quiet again. I could hear a soft tremble as Gillian drew breath. Okay, please don't say this to anyone. I only found out last night. Maggie told me when she was drunk in the bathroom. What did she say, Gillian? I had to coax her. She's got an ex-husband in jail. He, um, oh, I should be saying. Why is everyone from Surrey again? <laughs> <laughs> no, Gillian, Gillian's just, she's posh Gillian. Oh, hello. Where's Anthony gone? Where's Anthony gone? Anthony's gone back home and he's, he's told Gillian. He's on he's the phone to the co-worker. <laughs> Fucking keep up. <laughs> oh, he's spoken to Gillian about last night. And he's okay. like, this has been really fucking weird. Right. And she's saying, okay, this is a bit weird. Mm. And she says... Please don't say this to anyone. I only found this out last night. Maggie told me when she was drunk in the bathroom. She's got an ex-husband in jail. And I should be saying this, didn't she tell you? Please tell me. Apparently he lost custody of the kids and... Wait, kids? Plural? Yeah. He stabbed the eldest son to death in his bed while he slept. The end! little fuck in the room. That's fucking gross. 
Sometimes they would see the shadow of a girl walk from room to room or hear playing in the back when nobody was out there. And sometimes it sounded like a small child was sobbing but couldn't tell where from. Me being an atheist, an atheist. I drank too much wine. Me being an atheist at the time, I kind of blew it off. <laughs> That's not a saying, is it? <laughs> that sounds like I kind of uh, sucked you up. This was towards the end of my, um, me and my ex's relationship. Long as I little up, I started living with my mum until I got on my feet. We shared custody of our daughter, Alexis, 50-50. So one week she'd stay with me until Friday and then she'd go to my ex's until the following Friday. It was a Saturday night and I was on the computer. It's probably like two in the morning. I'm just surfing music. I don't know what that means. The computer, I suppose. That's so old school. Surfing, surfing music. music. Well, like looking for music on the internet. Boom. Yeah, I suppose it's not old school. I was just thinking like Napster. And you shit. live in a bed. You can't talk about it. You don't. You don't know anything that's happening in the real world, Susie. And everyone here knows it because they've heard you chat shit before. <laughs> the computer desk was in the kitchen, facing a wall, and on that same wall was the doorway that led to the den and the bedrooms. So if anyone came out of bed to get something from the kitchen, then they would walk right past me. Alexis was always getting up at night and getting into trouble. 
she'd raid the fridge or knock something over while climbing up on something. She liked to get up at night and raid the kitchen because she knew everybody was asleep and she'd get away with it. So as, as I said, the night before this happened to, oh my God! So as I said before, this night I happened to be up at 2 a.m. on the computer. I see Alexis sneak into the kitchen with my peripheral vision and she froze when she saw me and just stood there. I didn't look at her or pay her any attention. I think it's a bit of a shit parent. I'm not judging. Don't cancel me. I figured she'd seen me. She knows she got caught. Hopefully she'll go back to bed and go to sleep without me, without me having to make a big deal of it. So she stands there for about three minutes and I can see her the whole time, but I make a point of not to look at her, just so she'll go back to bed. She eventually turns and walks back to the bedroom. It was dark in the room, but I could still see her turn and leave. Everything was dead silent after that, so about, after about 15 minutes I got the feeling that I needed to check on it because she's probably up to no good. In 15 minutes I should have heard her climb back in bed or rustle through her toys, but I'd heard absolutely nothing. Every person, every parent gets that sick feeling in their stomach when their kid is up to no good. And I got that feeling, so I got up to check on it. I stood up and walked into the next room that led to the bedrooms, and it was pitch black. Couldn't see a thing. And that's when it hit me. Alexis was with my ex that night! Oh. I think that's less scary and more no. scary about how much of a shit parent he's been. Well, it's probably Alexis. <laughs> oh, is that the lag? I don't know. Wow. Is she okay? I'm not a drunk person. Oh, God. Spooky, what's happened? Spooky. Um, right. Uh, we're going to give you a choice next story. Do you want the blind child or the penis the story? The penis story. The penis story. Yeah? Okay, great. She's, they were just like, why would you even ask? <laughs> <laughs> I, this is fucking nuts, this one. <laughs> right. I didn't. I just don't take credit for it. You have no idea. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my penis <laughs> is possessed. <laughs> I can't fucking. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how it happened. For the past week, my penis has been acting very strange. <laughs> And by strange, I mean it's been talking to me. <laughs> Please believe me, it's not my imagination. I don't do drugs and I rarely touch alcohol. It really is talking to me. Can I stop you there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Please do. This is you, I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even trying to be out there, but have you never done that thing? What? <laughs> Where are we going with Where this? Where you've someone's penis. <laughs> and just really gently put a couple of eyes on it. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, like, did you read to just go, bop, 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 bop. Do you mean like, 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 like goggly arms? No, no, not goggly, I'm fucking out. <laughs> just put Byron that's next to you or something. You put Byron on someone's face. So I've been sat there. Look at that. That's so painful. No, no, it's fine. No, not Byron, Mark a pen, sorry. Sharp, sharp, sharp. Yeah. Just boop, boop. Are you doing this in the rest? Are you doing this in the rest sleep or are we? No, we are. We're all about consent. Don't fuck. That's abuse, woman. And I need to make that incredibly clear. Can I please? Every draw man I've ever drew a penis drew on has been okay with it. Well, not okay, but they have been awake. <laughs> 
only person to have done this. Give me a chance if you've done it. Thank you, Bob. <laughs>
then I need feeding. Now, as, so you can, as you can imagine, I didn't know exactly what it meant. Did my penis want me to give it a bowl of Cheerios? I'm going to say no. I stood back up and emptied my bladder and feeling mixed emotions of shock, confusion and fear amongst others, I sat back in my bed and stuttered, what do you eat? I'll skip ahead to after what can be described as a very surreal conversation with my manhood and it transpired that my penis required sex once a day, every day. Oh, this is just a man's bullshit reason. I've heard that one before as well. Yeah, it's like, sorry, my penis is talking to me and it's feeding. <laughs> um, nothing strange. It didn't want to eat people or harm anyone. Oh, do you want a medal? Um, it just... <laughs> well done, you fucking dick. Um, it just wanted sex to sate its hunger. Okay, this was very weird and I didn't know what to do, but unless I wanted Percy, I'd called it Percy as it feels more normal to talk to somebody if it has a name. Fuck off. This, this guy is the worst. Yeah, he's awful. This is dairy times two. This, this um, is pretty bad. I wanted Percy to keep yelling, feed me, I'd better feed him. I got washed and dressed and thought about what I was going to do about feeding Percy. Uh, I must tell you that I haven't had very much luck with the ladies and I'm no Brad Pitt or whoever's considered a hunk these days. Oh, I hate him! Oh, fucking twat. Um, Percy was again telling me he needed feeding and I explained my dilemma and said I was thinking what to do. I told him I had to go to work then we would feed him after. That would give me time to think a bit too. Percy wasn't too happy and grumbled he was hungry now but I told him he'd have to wait. Work was dull as ever. Looking at over the spreadsheets, the usual office monotony. Percy occasionally grumbled he was hungry but fortunately no one else heard him. At around 5pm he really started complaining and I told him to be quiet as my boss was approaching. Uh, can I have a few minutes with you to go through the Maxwell account? asked Mike. How long has this been going? Take a sick day for God's talking to you. Look at that. There's never been an excuse to do it now. How long has it been going on for? Unclear. I guess a day, day or two. Oh, just stay at home, mate. Yeah, no. Yeah. Feed me, growled Percy. Excuse me, replied Mike. Uh, sorry, sir, it was just my tummy rumbling. I skipped lunch today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's actually a dick talking. Um, okay, pop into my office and I'll get the files out. I'd like your thoughts on a few things, said Mike, and he turned to walk back to his office. I stood up to follow him when suddenly I felt a hot stream down my leg. I was urinating down my trousers. A puddle of piss was forming under my desk. This episode is going to be called a puddle of piss. I, I just so apologise for this story. Um, feed me, feed me, feed me! Percy crowded in between spurts of wee. This is fucking gross. I couldn't go see Mike like this. So I grabbed my jacket and ran out of the office, stopping only for a second to tell the secretary to tell Mike I had a sudden bout of stomach illness. Yeah, this is what you said he should have done. I got home quickly and started shouting at Percy, telling him how much trouble he had caused me. His response, feed me! How did I feed Percy that day? I'm a bit ashamed to tell you, I resorted to hiring an escort. However, after a day, starting by finding my penis talking to me, there were much worse ways to finish the day than having sex with Crystal. And from her reactions, it seemed Percy could not only talk now, but knows a few new tricks oh. to satisfy the ladies. If that's the end, I'm gonna fucking walk out. I, I, this is honestly grotesque. 
Um, anyway, she took her money and left, and Percy was quiet for the rest of the evening. I didn't hear from him again until the morning as I was brushing my teeth. Feed me, he bellowed, and don't take so long about it today or I'll do more than make you piss your trousers. What else could it do? Hard on in front of Mike, yeah, 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 classic. I'd rather have a hard on than piss. Yeah, yeah. We can't really discuss that too much, I suppose, can we? Um, I've got to go now as Percy is demanding his feed. I don't want to keep him waiting. He's growing more impatient every day. I don't know how long I can keep paying Crystal for sex until my savings run out. I've joined Tinder, so hopefully I'll get some matches. <laughs> I'm determined to find out what's possessed my penis, and I'll keep you updated with what I discover. He's really starting to scare me with some of the things he's threatening to do if I don't feed him. Uh... That is honestly the worst story ever. Uh, sorry, we did. We all chose that together, didn't we? So, yeah, it's fucking. So what? Oh, updates, 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 because we have, does anyone have? I gave me the egg when you said no press. <laughs> I'm like a teacher, aren't I? Um, anyone brave enough? Anyone feel like they got haunted? Want to talk about it? No, no, fine. That's fine, I could do the tragedy <laughs> of the child. That's fine, that's absolutely no, fine. Yeah, do that one. Okay. Is it scary? Yeah. Is it about small genitalia? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> It's more creepy fucking children. There's a thing. They are the creepiest, aren't they? Yeah, they're vile. Okay. So not kids. They're all got kids. One person. <laughs> <laughs> You've got them as well. Where are they? It's <laughs> <laughs> Alexis. You're like, could be here, might not be. Um, okay, this is called The Blind Child. Hit me. <clears throat> Stabbing. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? Stabbing or stabbing? Stabbing. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I-N-G. Okay. Yeah? Stabbing. <laughs> my daughter Sylvia pointed a trembling finger at my brother Arthur. Her milky, unseeing eyes gleamed in his direction and his wife, Agnes, trembled with indignation from across the table. My husband's face coloured as he dropped his fork and dragged her back into her bedroom, scolding her as they went. The rest of the night was awkward, and the pep in our conversation never recovered. Two weeks later, Agnes was stabbed to death in her office parking lot. An inebriated college student found her, almost vomited all over her and called the police. My brother swore that he bore no ill will against his niece, but I could tell that he was lying. One day, the middle-aged woman who taught my daughter how to read Braille called me. Uh, Ma'am, I don't know what's going on, but your daughter's been whispering electrocution, electrocution, for the past half hour, and it's starting to distract her from her lessons. Could you please talk to her? I did. 
Sylvia, in her nine-year-old lack of understanding, told me it was just a cool new word she learned at school. The death of an electrician made headlines the following week. It was a freak accident involving tangled wires and a bucket of water. Sylvia's braille teacher's face was blurred for privacy, but her voice was as familiar as anything to me. He was my partner, my soulmate. While my husband was working late, I called Sylvia into the living room. Honey, is there anything mummy should know? She hesitated. Honey, you know you can talk to me. She denied it once more. I have no secrets from you, mummy. My husband walked into the living room with his hair tussled and his eyes distant. Instead of rushing to hug her dad, Sylvia simply turned towards him. Fire! Oh, yeah. She says. I just really wanted to point you. You made so much creepier. <laughs> My heart stopped. Every time Sylvia said something like that, it was the person's partner who died. And of that reason, too, a fire? Was Sylvia merely making predictions, or was she putting a curse on me for snooping in on her business? Why, this devil child. I grew paranoid, checking the appliances and electronics constantly, and I cleared the house of any fire hazards. That was my life over the next few days. All the while, I kept my eyes on Sylvia. I'd grown almost hateful towards my own daughter. My husband came home one night, wounded and blackened with soot, while I sat in the living room and Sylvia listened to the radio beside me. What's the matter, I asked, he gulped. One of my colleagues, her house, her house caught fire. She was trapped in, but I managed to escape. That turned the gears in my head. What were you doing in her house? The expression on my husband's face was a sufficient admission of guilt. I opened my mouth to speak, no, to scream. But a smaller voice from beside me looked at me and whispered, Poisoning. <laughs> the end! Lots of creepy fucks um, in this episode. Little creepy kids. Well, the kids creepy fucks. Guys, that's not going to get us cancelled at all. <laughs> okay. Um, What's next on the agenda? Well, I think we... Should we do the Ouija board? Yeah, because yeah. I, I can't... Oh my God! Oh my God, what is going on? What are you talking about? Just, uh, am I going mad? <laughs> Am I going mad? No, I can see it. <laughs> oh, I see it. <laughs> My God, it's Lynn. <laughs> I don't want to turn around. It's fucking terrible. Okay. Oh, I don't know if it's a good idea to do a Ouija board. I think, um, are, we, are we up for a Ouija board and we'll wrap this baby up? Me and Susie are incredibly open to the spirits now, guys. <laughs> Susie has never cleansed a Ouija board, which we found out. We've got parsley on it, so I think we're okay. I think we're absolutely <laughs> fucked. I will be all right. I've got the hemp. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We'll do a quick one. Okay. Okay, we're ready? Um, now, do it properly, because I don't want this isn't something you mess with. Oh, oh God. Oh. That's quite weird. It is the ghost, isn't it? I mean, what the fuck? That is weird, because that was fully charged today. Okay, it is a good, well, should we do it anyway? Yeah. And we'll tell should you we do it anyway, we'll tell you what it is. Does, in fact, does somebody want to come up to check that what we're saying is true? Does someone want to be our witness? Cool. Two of you can come up. Come and stand by us both. 
Okay, these are our witnesses. What are you, what's your name? Becky. 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 <laughs> <laughs> very good. Becky, you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's your name, babe? Rebs. Oh, that's very cool, mate. So you're, you're checking on this. You can. Do you, you, you need to spell it out? Us. Okay. Um, let's do it. Are you going to ask it to cleanse itself properly? What? No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> are you going to ask it if we can if we can communicate with them? Because yes, I will. Okay. Put your finger on it. Okay. Susie has a manicure for this. Lol, another projection doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice orange. Um, no, it's right. Fuck okay. it, let's let's do it. Okay. Ready? Um No be serious. I am. <laughs> Just get the vibe, you know. I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we connect with it. Possessed penis, that would be so on brand. Okay, um, okay. Penis is with enough possessed penis is a matter. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Please tell me. Hey, was that you? We actually did not plan on. Okay, okay. okay. No, put your finger on the thing. We need to do this so everyone can go home and have a nice French. Okay, come on. Please, can you let us enter your realm? <laughs> that sounded sexy. No, it is quite sexy. That's me. Okay. Shut, shut up, you stop it. No, I'm not, go on, yeah. Are you moving that? No. Can we ask if anyone is there? <laughs> You're moving that. I'm not. For sure. You're getting a little shit. Oh. Oh, no, are you moving it? I'm actually not, that's really weird. It says yes. What are you gonna ask True? next? It does say yes. Come on, Becky. Um, Get out there, some people. Okay. Um, <laughs> what should we ask it? Uh, are you are you the penis? <laughs> I mean, it's oh. kind of stained. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Where's it going? You haven't asked it. Go. Oh Jesus! Where's it going? I feel like you're moving this with one I of your you massive not. nails. I'm not, I'm just barely on the thing. It's... Okay. Um, I thought what the question was that took so long. We asked if it was the penis. <laughs> um, Hang on, my fingers are sweating. Okay. Did you die here? Is this you? It's not. Okay, feet has gone to yes. Right? <laughs> I don't like it. Go on then. Um, can you. How old are you? Oh, oh Jesus. That's not horrible. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Uh, it's gone to eight. No, I <laughs> This creepy fuck is autism. <laughs> Their name. I can't let like, go. Is it you? Honestly. I didn't. What's your name? Because I'm offering a podcast and stuff, but it's weird. Name. 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 What name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? E. M. 
the end. Yeah. And my Emma. <laughs> oh, okay, Emma, what do you want? Oh my god. E. E. <laughs> oh, ER. Maybe she's thinking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss them off. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, what? I? It's Erin, I'm here. <laughs> Is your name Erin? Erin! Is that you? What do you want with Erin? <laughs> what, what do you want with her? Oh my god. What's that? P. Erin, you pulled PL. What? Player. 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 Oh, God. You're moving. You're moving it because it's actually your. I can feel you moving it. I'm not. Or something's moving it. Play. Oh, fuck, it says play, mate. <laughs> 